You're listening to SBS News. Trainers at Confit Gym in Parramatta in Sydney's West are putting the final touches on their new facility. The gym's motto goes beyond simply pumping iron and getting fit. All our trainers have that lived experience that they've all hit rock bottom, but they've used fitness to transform their lives around. You know, it's a story of redemption. You can't help people who don't want to change. But for those who do want a second chance, we should give them those opportunities as a society. That is Joe Kwan. He explains he spent most of his 20s locked up in prisons across New South Wales. I grew up in a very marginalised community, a lot of violence, um, uh, there's a huge gang culture. But uh, at a young age, I ended up going to prison. I spent nine years behind bars. Um, when I got out, I realised that you know, it was very hard to get that community support. After his release, he set up a not-for-profit social enterprise, Confit Pathways, that provides mentorship for troubled youth in detention and newly released prisoners through fitness. Now he's preparing to open Confit Gym, where all sales will be redirected to fund the not-for-profit. His aim is for the gym to become a self-sufficient financial model to continue his programs across the state, while breaking the negative stereotypes of former prisoners. There's so many inmates that are training all day. It's part of like it's part of their living. It becomes purpose to them to wake up every day to train. And so, well, why don't we get them skilled up and become get them to become qualified fitness trainers, so they can have employment on the outside. 28-year-old fitness coach Danielle Hogan did just that. A decade-long cycle of drug addiction and domestic violence led her to 17 months in prison. She connected with Confit a week after her release seven months ago and says it's changed her view on life. From the, the, the minute you're arrested, there's labels on labels on labels that are continuously placed upon you. And you actually start to believe them, which is the saddest part. It took a really long time for me to actually realise that I'm worthy of more. And so this is why now being at Confit, I know that I'm fulfilling that worth. Having work colleagues live through a similar troubled past to her while simultaneously working on their own journey to self-improvement has provided her with a sense of workplace comfort she says she couldn't find anywhere else. For the last 10 years prior to my incarceration, I was stuck in this loop of addiction, domestic violence. I honestly just forgot the person I was, the, the amazing family that I come from, you know, my capability at the end of the day, my self-worth. So it's awesome to see now, being with all of my team, that we're all on our own separate missions, but we're doing everything we can to help one another get there. In Australia, 85% of young people return to detention within 12 months, and a third of them return within six months. Those are among the highest recidivism rates in the world. Garner Clancy is an associate professor of criminology at the University of Sydney. He says programs like these are critical in reducing the likelihood of reoffending. We know that intensive support, particularly for those people just um, newly released, is really critical. We know increasingly that support by people who have been on a similar journey can be really powerful. And we know that the key things like employment and accommodation can make an incredible difference to someone's pathways to desistance. Gaith Hamdi was a month away from turning 18 when he was placed into youth detention. When I got locked up, I just... I just I just thought, like, is this what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life? Like, is this it? There's, 
there's so much more things I could be doing, but because I was around that so much and that's all I knew, I didn't know how to I didn't know how to do it the right way. He met a confit mentor while he was locked up, where the group was facilitating a fitness program at the Youth Justice Centre. Following his release in September last year, he says he felt like there was nobody to lean on for support. No one really pulled through when I got out. People just promised and promised and promised things and then when I got out there was there was nothing there so I didn't really have an answer and all I could think of was to message the boys. The Confit team instantly offered a job to help with the gym's construction where he says he was taught basic practical skills like using a hammer. What did you think you were going to have as a career uh, before you joined Confit? Career criminal. That's what I thought, honestly. I thought I'd never change my ways, but that's all I knew. I didn't know I didn't know nothing else, but yeah, these these boys told me that there's a lot more a lot more to life than that little ugly circle that I was in. Garner Clancy says this kind of support can make a big difference. Programs that connect young people with uh, respected and trusted adults who really are there through the hard times and the good times uh, can be a really potent change in their life. Often they've been let down by other adults, often they've been harmed by adults. So finding a, a strong, supportive adult can be incredibly important for young people. Gaith says he's determined to break free from society's expectations. He'll reoffend. When we're inside and they get these programs to come in, usually they... They, they don't resonate with us. They've never, they're, they're not in that life. They don't understand and they're trying to tell us to do good and do this and do that. But these boys been through it exactly the same as we did and they changed, so why can't we? The gym and its underpinned legacy is aimed at getting the best out of those who've survived Australia's criminal justice system. Rayanne Tamer, SBS News.